0: I'm Forrest Griffin. Brian And Lisa Page. What's up, guys? This is Joseph Benavides, UFC flyweight.
1: Hi, this is Greg Jackson, and you're listening to it's MMA Zing, and that
0: is an amazing pun. Get it? Like MMA, but amazing. Amazing radio.
2: welcome to it's m amazing radio i am your host dr law with me as always dj mark so also with me lavender gooms
3: happy to be here
2: also joining us this week kid presentable delivery incoming so i'll be right back right on and finally also joining us this week a special guest of the podcast uh Oh, he doesn't have a nickname, and I really, as as, as Mike and Stefan told us, it's really not necessary. Um, our buddy Sal has joined us. Sal, welcome to It's M Amazing Radio.
0: Thanks for having me.
3: There you know, Sal, uh, you, you've been mentioned a few times on this podcast, so for the true diehards of uh, of It's M Amazing, they'll know who you are. That's Deep a lore and backstory. <laughs>
2: There's a lot of backstory, yeah, all the good stuff. I think the most mentions has got to be Phil. That's got to oh, yeah. be the, yeah. That's probably Phil. Um is joining us this week. Uh, he is our fifth so in our uh, superhero movie madness tourney. Uh, he has watched all the movies. Um, his wife got angry at me because I made them watch a movie they didn't like. That will come up later in the podcast. Um, Stefan is driving this podcast, but as he mentioned, he went to pick up delivery. So way to fucking just throw the fucking, you know, just uh, a kink in the works here. Go ahead, Mike.
3: Yeah, but you know what, Bobby. Before anything else, feeding your tummy is first priority in in life, so who cares if you just started recording a podcast and you're the one that's supposed to be driving the goddamn tournament?
2: Yeah, no problem. First of all, we want to wish everybody a happy April 20th. Um, Those of you who partake, enjoy. And you probably weren't waiting for this holiday anyway if you do partake, so either way, enjoy. Um, And hell, if you don't partake, you can have a drink. No problem. Um, You can drink every day. You can, honestly, yeah. Um, Just... Let's just you know try to start at noon and no earlier, given the current parameters
4: at home. Given the current parameters, Bobby, it's hard to tell when noon is, right? I mean, the sun's up. I right. don't really know what time it is. Guys, what let, day me, it is.
2: let me guys tell you how much of a goddamn mensch Mark is. All right, Mark last week is like, hey, I'm I'm I need I'm going to take a day off here. Mark didn't have to tell me that, because let me tell you, Mark could have just taken the day off. I wouldn't have fucking known. All right? He could. At this point, I'm just assuming everybody's working. That's just what's happening.
4: It was under the circumstances that you should assume I'm not working today.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fair enough. In fairness, me and you talk about work very little during the day, because we are in totally different departments at this point. Yeah. Um, all right. Um. Since Stefan's still not back, and this has just officially become a clusterfuck. I swear he was there
0: for a moment.
3: Yeah, did he disappear again? What happened? He probably probably went to get paper plates and napkins. Yeah, Yeah, I think he's he's about to eat, too, so we might not be the best. You know what? Exactly. Um, Should we possibly have someone else drive this? Because Stefan tried to host the the tournament while, you know, three bites into his cheese pizza probably isn't a good idea. Well,
2: we'll see what happens when the man comes back. But first of all, we guess we got to talk about the news because Stefan's forcing me to. Um, We turn into an MMA podcast again, allegedly – um, May ninth is the event they want to do. So, someone tell me I what guess. the Monday is before that. Um, the fourth, I think.
3: Wait, maybe I don't know. Yeah.
2: Let's go with the fourth. So, allegedly, the UFC is going to do an event um in their own building at the what? Are the, what are we calling their performance center, Mike?
3: The, I thought that was it. Isn't it the PI?
2: Oh, the Performance Institute. Then there we go. Performance Center is what WWE calls their shit. So, oh, you're right. Yeah, so assuming the state of Nevada doesn't put the kibosh on this whole thing, uh, we're gonna put a bunch of we're gonna have a bunch of cage fights with no crowd, um, and they're gonna try that to charge you. Card was
4: stacked though. That yeah. card's even better than the the one that they had to cancel on. So I'm like, okay. All right. Well,
2: they're gonna try to get you to pay sixty five dollars for it. So
4: well, uh, they're I'll gonna cancel that. this one, and then the third card, Bobby, is got to be the best card of all time.
2: Yeah, clearly. Um, I just again would have loved to have been on that conference call where all the Disney people, Mr. Mouse especially, yelled at Dana White.
3: It, it's not, not going to be that crazy or weird, though, because we've had how many years of The Ultimate Fighter essentially being done in an empty uh, room as well. So, let me, so. let, let let also, me tell I'm you. I'm also used mm-hmm. to not giving a shit when those fights happen. Like, there's no well, stakes. I, th- there's I, no think, there. I think
2: they have something. I mean, do have they been doing, I think they're calling it the Apex thing. I don't know if they got, like, a real entrance or anything. Anyway, whatever. These are fans. This is problems for two weeks from now. We're back to talking about movies. Stefan. Um, start driving because I've been rambling about MMA unnecessarily for about five minutes.
1: So go. <laughs> yeah, we are back for the round of thirty-two with our superhero movie, uh, March Madness Tourney. We have our fifth vote this week. Um rolling along, let's just hop right into it. Our first matchup is the Dark Knight. It's just the Dark Knight, right? It's not Yeah, it's just the Dark Knight. I get this mixed up. The Dark Knight versus Age of Ultron, Avengers two. I'm pretty sure I know where we're going. Uh, I've, I've I've heard a lot of shit about Avengers Two since in oh, advance.
2: Oh, that that that's what I got. I got comments here. All right.
0: How um, are we gonna
2: let Avengers Two beat Thor? It's been two weeks and I'm still angry. All right, still angry. That was it. I mean, that's all I had.
1: <laughs> so you are you are our new fifth voice here. How how do you feel about that one? Do you have strong feelings about that one, or is Bobby on that island?
0: Um, I like both. I'm a big um. I'm a big fan of both marvel movies but uh, all, all marvel movies but i would have given it to thor on that one
3: that's right so so sal you weren't there for uh, when uh thor got robbed um from a second round birth <laughs> so essentially the rationale that uh mark stefan and i forget who the tiebreaker was on on that that they use is that just an accumulation of superheroes should put Avengers over Thor, which I thought was an absurd argument. What What are your thoughts on that?
0: <laughs> Look, it's always fun when you bring, you know, all the uh, superheroes together. But And I'm a big uh, James Spader fan. So, him, you know, I was psyched to see him as Ultron, but they definitely rushed that movie too much with the, the storylines in <laughs> Ultron.
2: I also didn't enjoy James Spader just doing his same character from The Blacklist as Ultron. If, if, that was if Mike's fun.
4: argument here is cast versus cast, I'll, I'm taking Age of Ultron every day. No, I Mike's mean, saying that, that cast, he's deeper. saying cast
2: of cast is a is a bankrupt argument is what he's going with.
4: Yeah, Well, I'm saying if if that's one comparison, that's an all-star cast. You got all the big players there, and it was a fun movie. I mean, all it, right, it, I no mean, like, shat on Thor. Like you guys make it seem like oh, what a travesty. No one liked Thor. Was like. That was a tough decision for me and Steph and whoever random person we picked, right? I think it was like the, the Bracket. I, I, I
2: might have gone, I think I made, I think that was my fault too. I might have picked Francis as the tiebreaker. <laughs> um, Stephon, I mean, let's just move Dark Knight along because I don't think anybody has any objection.
1: I think that's a clean sweep. Uh, you know, it's the number one overall seed for a reason. Mm. But yeah, moving on to the next one. Now, here's where it can get interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Deadpool one versus Guardians of the Galaxy one. Mark, I'm pretty sure you're going Guardians. Why don't you make the case for that one?
4: Um, Yeah, I I think I am. It it is really tough. Kind of when we broke these down in in the first round, I think both movies had a lot that they had to prove uh, in keeping to the original content, uh, the original material and staying like true to that. Um, I do think Guardians was probably even more difficult than Deadpool to pull off because... What a range of characters that no one knew about or cared about or had any understanding, and how quickly they made you fall in love with them. I think just speaks volume to not just good writing and acting, uh, but pacing. I-, I think everything in Guardians is just really jives really well, and that's what works so well for that film to get across all these kind of zany concepts and characters very quickly, get you um to relate to them, uh, and get you vested into the story very quickly. I mean, Deadpool pretty much does the same, uh except i think he has an easier kind of window to work in i think you know guardians is like this very weird concept that they have to kind of bring you in and ground you very quickly deadpool is set in kind of you know america earth <laughs> uh you know in, in modern times so you can kind of easily relate to that and then i think you know and but they nailed deadpool i think what both films hit is like comedy's on point soundtracks awesome uh, I just I, – I give the nod to Guardians because I think they had a lot more to
1: juggle, and I think they still pulled it off. So, yeah, I'm, go- I'm going with Guardians.
2: I co-sign what Marcus says. Same boat.
3: I can understand both of your arguments. I would argue on the other side that what Deadpool, pull- what Deadpool pulled off was actually more difficult um, than what Guardians pulled off because, I mean – deadpool much like guardians is a property that no one really knew about you know when it came to the general public and deadpool you know the actual comic it does a lot of what the movie does where it's like it breaks the fourth wall it's very irreverent it's really fucking out there and i remember when deadpool got announced i thought how are they gonna pull this off and keep it like how you know with the motif of the comics and they did it in spades. They really succeeded in doing it. And on top of that, let's also not forget that Deadpool is the highest grossing R-rated superhero movie, which frankly, there's not a lot of R-rated superhero movies, but damn, was it a good one. So I'm going with Deadpool. Is it still
1: still the highest rated, or does Joker technically own that now? I think Uh, Joker uh, owns that now. Joker Joker beat it now. Okay, It did at the time. Highest uh, Valentine's Day movie of all time. Not that it has uh, the highest quality of uh, competition, but we got to vote for Deadpool on the board. Sal, are you going to make it even? You tilt it towards uh, Guardians.
0: No, I'm going to stick with Guardians here. I think both are um, were huge. Uh, you know, I, but I think Guardians sort of put Marvel on the map. That showed that they could take any property and make it big.
4: It's the heat check, man. It's the Marvel heat check. That's what that <laughs> uh, was. <laughs> ag- agree. And if we're sending Deadpool out, you got to give a shout out to Gina Carano, like. Doing a half decent job in that movie, well done. You know, I think uh, after that in Mandalorian, it's like okay, you can we can put you in stuff and you won't destroy it. That's good. That's a good promising step for an actress to have.
2: That's a real low bar, Mark for Gina Carano. (laughs) I'm a big fan.
4: Yeah. I have Haywire. You want me to bring out the Haywire Blu ray right now, but you don't want me to put it in and watch it because that's a robot. Mark, watch Mark, thing Mark,
2: Mark I've book. seen your DVD and Blu ray collection. There's a lot of questionable things that you just bought. And regret
4: I'm just later saying. It's not I'm a fan. I, just, I like to see her in movies like, oh, you're getting better as an actress. People Fair are putting you in better stuff. I like it.
1: Stefan, for the record, what do you got? Um, it would have been Guardians by a hair um, but I'm happy that Deadpool got a vote because it's a very very worthy movie this was just a tough matchup Um, I think you guys phrased it well it's kind of for Deadpool you're trying to meet the expectations that fans of that character have he's a very specific character are you going to nail the tone of it and with Guardians you're kind of you know you're playing with house money there no one had expectations for I mean, that. honestly
2: man like these two movies i like more than probably almost all the ones we're going to talk about the rest of this little quadrant here it's yeah it's really i'm mean, guardians was my favorite marvel movie for the longest time too so
1: yeah uh, mm-hmm. moving on not a big surprise but on to our next one we got um spider-man 2 taking on big hero 6 mike he shared uh with us some somebody's list Uh, of the best spider-man movies and clearly they're a cousin or they're the lost Raimi brother because spider-man's like two one three were their top three spider-man movies um that is some Raimi bias effect but that is to say spider-man 2 is highly regarded for some bob uh, as you recently watched big hero 6 the most recent of any of us i have to imagine um where do you fall on these two
2: Okay. Well, I told you this, and I'm not try- trying to say this to be funny, but I noticed about five minutes into this movie, the animation of this movie was identical style to the animation of the video game Knack. And the list of people who really enjoyed the video game Knack starts and ends with me and my roommate Drew.
4: Okay? <laughs> so I was thrilled with what that. The hell hey, is hey, hey, I have Knack 1 and 2, Bobby. Don't That's true.
2: Knack, Knack is awesome. Knack is a game, I don't know how to best describe it. You're some sort of Robot, and you destroy shit, and you, uh, all that stuff you destroy adds on to your body. You get bigger and bigger. Anyway, um, I really dug Big Hero 6, and I uh, I was, I mean, it was it's a kid's movie still, but I really liked it, um, and I like Spider-Man 2 because of one person, and that's, you know, Doc, Doc Ock. I forgot his name. Alfred Molina. Sorry, Alfred Molina. And that is that was a really good movie at the time. I'm going to go Big Hero 6 on this one, though. It's fresher on my mind. It, it, honestly, it doesn't take a lot for me to vote against the original three Spider-Man movies. Let's
1: just be honest. That's where I'm at in my life. So that's,
2: I'm going Big Hero 6.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm going to co-sign that one. Like you said, Bob, um, this came up when we've been talking about any of the Raimi movies. I do not like uh, Kirsten Dunst. So the fact that she is such a prominent character and such a prominent feature of these movies... I, I just don't hold them in that high of esteem. He, he, but, should, yeah.
2: have, he should have dated the girl across the hall. Uh, fuck Kirsten Dunst. She gave him a pie or whatever in that fucking movie too in Spider-Man 2.
3: That chick, was, that chick was a stick figure. Come on.
2: She gave him a pie. Kirsten Dunst was a terrible actress, both in reality and with what she was playing in the movie. Should have stuck with the pie lady.
1: I mean, the the, the Raimi series never had great casting to me. I don't like Bryce Dallas Howard very much either, and they threw her in as... um. Was she uh, Felicia Hardy or Gwen Stacy? She was Gwen Stacy. Yeah, I've never really liked Bryce Stiles Howard either. So it's just, it's really hard for me to be on board when I've kind of never, I've begrudged most of the casting choices throughout the trilogy. Um, Kids movie, I loved it though. I absolutely adored Big Hero 6. Baymax, fucking great character. Any any votes for Spider-Man
3: on this one is just going to be a sweep. Uh no, it's not gonna be a sweep. I'm going with Spider-Man 2. You guys are maligning Spider-Man 2, I think a bit too much. Stefan, you're even sideswiping it for something its subsequent movie did. Shit, man, come on. Like <laughs> give us some fucking credit. God damn. Well, um, I I hope Spider-Man 2 uh moves forward. If it doesn't, the one little anecdote I will say is that Joey Coco Diaz was in that movie. So I uh, I enjoyed
0: that, yeah.
2: Coco was in that one. I forgot about that.
0: Sal, what you got? Look, I agree. Spider-Man 2 wasn't the best Spider-Man movie, but you guys are nuts if you think Big Hero 6 should go over over it. Oh,
4: strong feelings. (laughs)
0: Uh, Well, let me just
4: crack my knuckles here, (laughs) because guess what motherfucker wants Big Hero 6 today. (laughs) Oh, Mark
3: got it in today. Oh, Oh, I did. I'm going to be recency biased.
4: I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, and ultimately, not not even that, Mike. Because I, I, I
3: think know, Mark, there's a read, there's a
4: mind share why me, Bobby, and Stefan, we all don't like the Raimi films that much. Um, credit, I I will give credit to where it's due. I think this is the best of the Raimi films. Um, and Um, I think a lot of that, the more I think and reflect on Spider-Man uh, stories that have gone through different mediums I think Doc Ock is just a really cool villain I think he's probably one of yep. Spider-Man's best villains or at least the one that they've been able to translate not only in this film really well but also in the recent Spider-Man video game, Doc Ock and that was fantastic. Dude, he's fucking um, killer
2: in Ultimate Spider-Man the cartoon too, he's great
4: <laughs> Oh yeah, I did not see that, but um I did see Big Hero 6 today and I also really liked it Um It is a kid's movie I will say there is a kind of Archetype that they the main character archetype. I'm I guess I'm no longer a fan of of the kid who's easily a super genius. But in the beginning, this is this is this is my complaint. In, in the beginning, he makes a killer robot to scam this like ring of killer robot things. Very cool concept, very fun. But then he, his brother's like, "Oh, let's go to my school," and he's like, "You're a nerd school where you're a bunch of nerds." Like. Dude, you make robots, idiot. You're a nerd too. Why is there this weird animosity? They like just throw in at the very beginning for almost no reason. He immediately goes to this place, like, "Oh, I love this. I want to go to this university too. I just didn't get that." Like, dude, you're a nerd too. You make robots, son. Like, why are you be? Why are you pushing so hard? Uh, but other than that, I really like the film. I mean, I think Pixar just does an amazing job. I think this was a really fun take on the superhero kind of genre for them. Uh and I just really enjoyed the film. And and Spider-Man too, I think, you know, a lot of things that Stefan mentioned, especially with Kirsten Dunce. I was not a fan of her portrayal of MJ. Um love the scene with the subway. That's great. Um, you know, but if you could stretch that out for two hours, maybe you got, you know, me interested in something. Look, but yeah. We
2: we all know this movie's gonna get served up in the next round anyway. Let's just be honest with each
4: other. We'll yeah, see where this I, bracket's I, going. I, I, all right, I, like like I said, I'm such a going. fan that I think it's gonna go extremely far, but this is good seating for it. I you know what? Last week still probably would've picked uh, Civil War personally over Big Hero Six, but
2: Um Stefan. That's a, I think that's three to two. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. No, that I mean, it. Y- y- you're driving. What's next? I mean, <laughs> uh,
1: next. Well, Bob, you previewed it. I think you knew what was next because you think I think it's pretty obvious the one that's gonna come out of this one. But um in the same bracket, we got Guardians of the Galaxy 2 taking on the Kickstarter to the Marvel Universe, or the MCU anyways. Iron Man won. yeah, it was the best superhero movie for two months
2: until Dark Knight came out. My two, my two cents. D- Iron Man came out and it was fucking awesome. Oh my god, every part of the Iron Man movie came out. Everybody saw it. They're like, holy shit, Marvel figured shit out. Like all these movies are about to be awesome. Here we go. And um, shit, man, they they played the song like right at the beginning, <laughs> right at the beginning. All right. <laughs> I got no complaints about this movie. None. I love it. <laughs> Guardians 2 was fine, but
1: come on. <laughs> I mean, just coming off of that last argument, Mike, I'll sum it up with casting. Look, look what the right casting does for a character. When you knock it out of the park with casting, what a character is versus when I think your casting is atrocious, um, that's the difference here. I think Iron Man's going to sweep any... uh. Kind words for Guardians 2. I think we all kind of unanimously agreed enjoyable, but definitely a step back from the first one. Um, I I can't even pinpoint what was wrong with it. I just knew I just didn't enjoy it as much overall. The shadow was just too big. It couldn't get out from underneath it. You know, it had to
4: be extravagant to surpass what they did in that first film and i just don't think they they had it they didn't have a good enough villain the overall story and writing just didn't meet those marks the first one did i think it was huge shoes to fill and it was almost impossible for them to do it and it was just kind of disappointing when you go there and it is like still a really fun film you know you watch it and it's like oh that was fun but it just didn't have that impact the first one did unfortunately and iron man did and i think casting had a big part i remember that was the first thing i heard like robert downey jr i don't know anything about him at that point as an actor but i was like he kind of looks like that character. He had a drug problem. That's enough similarities in reality that, we were, and I, I, acting yeah, that, that
3: like, it. I think this dude can pull it off. And he fucking did. He hit very close to home to actual Tony
4: Stark. Yeah, yeah that's Tony. what I was like. Hey, well, I think it's
3: going to work. Well, I mean, at this, at this point, he's just
2: living that life, too. You see him in interviews. He's like, oh, this is just who he is now. He's Tony Stark.
1: And I will just say, if you haven't watched it in a while, I, I rewatched it about a couple weeks ago. Um, it's nice to revisit just because you forget it's very different. From the MCU formula we kind of recognize. Like you know they definitely took several movies to find their groove. There's kind of a pattern to them all. But if you just watch the whole way the movie shot. And everything. The way the dialogue goes. Um, it's very very different. I think it was uh, Paramount Pictures. I want to yeah. say. Yeah, um, have you
2: heard about how like that thing got made though? Like how like they literally would show up on set. And they'd look at the script. And Robert Downey Jr. and John Favreau would be like. Yeah fuck this. We'll just make it up as we go. Like they just wrote shit that day. As they were going, basically. Like, the whole movie
1: was pretty much those dudes. That's what happens As when a, you get a good fit, right? You hear a lot about great comedies, a lot of great movies. People riff. You know, they're kind of ad-libbing their lines. But it requires a chemistry. It requires an understanding of the characters. So, like I said, I think we all agree uh, Robert Downey Jr. deserves a lot of credit for this whole and thing. And shout worthy. out
2: to John Favreau, because I don't think he gets enough credit for kicking this thing off.
1: Just putting it out there. I mean, you think Favreau needs credit, Bob? He, he's been given credit for saving the Star Wars universe. I think the man is doing all right. <laughs> all right, <laughs> moving along though to our next number one. C. Wait, we Sal, have... do you have
2: any? Ob- do you have any objections, Sal?
0: You gotta- oh, my bad. The- Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no objections. I do want to say though, I-, I did appreciate the end of Guardians too with the um, the send off for Yandu. <laughs> oh, that yeah, was
2: good. Cool. Cool. Shout out to shout out to Kurt Russell in general too as the bad guy. I thought he did a really good job.
4: Teased yep. a lot of stuff in that film too, with like uh, Celestial Stallone and like all the with those like the original Guardians from yeah. the comics and stuff. And maybe they're gonna do stuff in the future. So it might Speaking this might be one of those films down the line that has more relevance than we think now because there's characters that we don't have any like you know backstory um, to or significance. We're not gonna talk about
3: Guardians again, but um, one thing I'm really hoping for in maybe Guardians 3 is uh, the payoff of, of Adam Strange and the uh, post credit scene. Warlock. Is that what you're gonna talk about, Sah? I was
0: gonna say Adam Warlock. Yeah. Oh, Adam Warlock. Well, Gar- Guardians Adam- made
3: it
2: to the Spring. next round. We are gonna we are gonna talk about Guardians again. It made Ad- it past Adam is Strange is a
3: character from DC. Yeah, that's there
2: is. Yeah, the Guardians has kind of come up again. It made it to the next round. Anyway.
1: Yeah. Good movie. Um. Yeah. To the next one, we have Avengers One versus the other, uh, or one of the other three non MCU, uh. Sorry, non Marvel Studios MCU films, and that is Captain America: The First Avenger. Um, Sal, how did how, how did you like First Avenger?
0: Uh, that 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 was just a payoff. That's when you brought them all together. That was look. I was not a huge comic book guy growing up. I knew who Iron Man was, who you know Thor was, but I didn't know much. And when you finally bring them all together, that was how many years culmination that everyone was waiting for. I think about
4: four or five. Yeah, I it was like five or something.
0: You know, you finally get to that end scene where they find they get their, you know, they get you know on the same page, and they're all like ready to just take care of the Chitari.
2: Honestly, I'm, I'm, for this matchup, I would just like Stefan while wearing a Howling Commandos hat. Just please go ahead and vote against Captain America,
1: please. <laughs> Look, this is Avengers in a clean sweep. There's nothing wrong with that. It in- <laughs> it in- it includes. Cause it, You know what? It includes uh, the first guy. That's why. Like, How can I just love a movie about Cap when this is a movie that also prominently features Cap? And it's got his uh, relationship with Coulson. It didn't last long because they killed him off, even though they brought him back for that non-canon TV show that I think sucks, but it got like seven seasons. It's got an audience, clearly. It but, was um, real shitty. Real shitty. I loved Coulson as a fanboy to Cap and all that. Um, look, first, Avengers blew all of our minds. All of us saw that and were like, those marvelous sons of bitches, they did it. They really did it. Like, Yeah, like Seth said, you knew who they were. Mark mentioned it last time we talked about this movie. They weren't the A-list characters. So for them to be the A-listers now, this movie deserves all the credit.
3: Right on. Yeah, Yeah, I got nothing to add. We'll be talking about Avengers again, so I'm not saying much on it. That's my vote.
1: Yeah, We're going to be talking about Avengers a lot.
3: There's a few on these things, okay? <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's say all the Avengers movies.
1: We already Avengers. lost one.
4: We lost one Avenger. Who will avenge the Age of Ultron? We Ooh, got yes, options.
1: Yeah. Um. But moving on to the next bra- uh, pick. Um, this one's tough. This one's tough for Bob, so I'm going to let you talk about it. You're our resident Batman guy. We got Batman Begins. Taking on the surprise upset of round one, but maybe not that big of a surprise, Blade 1. I mean, if you knew who we
2: know us, Blade winning over it was not that much of a surprise. Um, I'm a, I mean, I've made it clear I'm a big Batman Mark, and um, I love this trilogy, and I, I, we, we lost the third one in the last round, in the first round, honestly is just like Stefan mentioned, um, with uh Guardians two having big shoes to fill. The same, I mean, it was the shoot, there was no bigger shoes to fill than Dark Knight Rises after Dark Knight. There was literally almost nothing they could do because the Dark Knight was built around maybe the greatest movie bad guy ever. Batman Begins, though, gave me an origin story for Superman that I, tr- not Superman, Spite I'm all over the place, Uh origin story for Batman that I really, truly appreciated. I know there was some criticism that like, it, it, it happens sometimes in these movies where like you don't see the guy in the costume for the first like hour and 15 minutes or whatever. I get that kind of criticism, but it wasn't like shit wasn't happening. In this one. All sorts of shit was happening. There was ass whooping left and right. Um and I said it when we first were doing the voting. I thought Katie Holmes was a really good version of Rachel Dawes. Um I liked her more than Maggie Gyllenhaal. I thought she did a really good job with that. And um Liam Neeson, man. Liam Neeson fucking killed it. So I'm go I, I like Blade quite a bit, man. Blade is awesome. Um we may not be here today without Blade, but Batman begins. I'm
3: all about it. <laughs> Mike, you were a blade vote as well. Is it getting it here? I was. Uh, I want to question Bobby. Like, what do you mean we wouldn't be here without Blade? Like, did he actually save the world?
2: No, I mean like the, 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 the this.
3: Yeah, I know. What you I mean, mean, I don't know. I like the
2: movie. Shit. I mean, well, let me tell you. What, do we get? Are we gonna get Black Panther without Blade? Yeah, probably still. People would have been angry if they didn't do that eventually. <laughs> so.
3: Um. Yeah, I voted for uh for Blade last time, but I am going with Batman Begins on um on this this time around. Uh, Bob. The main reason why we got Maggie Gyllenhaal instead of Katie Holmes in the second movie, you can blame Tom Cruise for that one. Because if you remember, uh, Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes, they started getting real crazy right when Batman Begins came out. And they didn't want to deal with that shit for, uh, for the Dark Knight. Um, as much as I love Blade and as groundbreaking, I would say he was in the credit he doesn't get as like a headlining black superhero, uh, Batman Begins is the beginning of the Nolan trilogy, and it's an excellent movie. So I'm going with Batman Begins.
1: Um, I'll just set third that because I was also uh, well, no, I wasn't. I begrudge Blade a little bit. It's not Blade Two. If Blade Two was here, Blade Two would have beaten Batman Begins. I'm gonna just put that on the record. But yeah, Batman Begins. We we do we do a lot of origin stories. I really think it's one of the best origins movies. Of like among that subcategory, um, I find it gets a lot of flack that I didn't realize it got. I, th- I kind of, in general, thought it was held to a higher esteem, but I do see people kind of come down on it with a lot of criticism. I really enjoyed it though. Um, Blade was revolutionary. It gets its one upset over The Incredibles. I don't know about all that. Sal, so, I
2: know you're a big fan of the Nolan trilogy too, right?
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to believe the a point. I love the Marvel movies, but I think, you know, when you're talking about the, you know, the top for comic book movies, the the Nolan trilogy is where it is.
4: Yeah, I'll just chime in. I, I, I guess I would vote for Blade. I don't really, I didn't, I don't remember caring that much for Batman Begins. I mean, honestly, besides the Dark Knight, those three, I think the beginning and end were kind of forgettable to me. But I also haven't seen Blade since 94 when it came out. So I can't really speak to the credibility Whoa. of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, j- just to give my personal, yeah, Batman Begins, I-, I thought, I think at the time I thought I was like, this was, this was better. This was definitely a serious tone for the Batman films we had been getting at the time, which were kind of more campy, fun, um, 90 blockbuster kind of action movies. Um, and I didn't not appreciate the tone. It just didn't click with me all the time. Uh, I think the Dark Knight definitely did. I think that's definitely where all those pieces were really working for me. Batman Begins wasn't always there, but I'm not going to give it over Blade, which I, since we've been talking about it, I want to watch Blade now. But I, and maybe after that, these uh, criticisms or non-criticisms will make more sense to me because in my head, maybe I think Blade and Blade Two are a lot cooler than what they
3: were. But yeah, I mean, Batman Begins is going to just, just take Blade it from Blade. me, Mark. Watch Blade Two, Blade oh, Two, man, that's the better one. Like I said last, like I said two weeks ago, that opening scene in Blade when when they're in the club and all the blood showers down is great. Have fun.
1: Yeah, well, happy it got a little bit of respect in there, even though it's a little begrudged. But uh, moving on as Batman begins. Next up, we have the good Peter Parker. Still shitting on that Raimi casting, and that is Spider-Man Far From Home taking on Captain America Winter Soldier. Um, Bobby kind of gave me a little grief for uh, having to vote against the first Avenger, but this is where I make up for it. Winter Soldier is my shit. You know it's my shit. Um, it's your favorite
2: movie, isn't it?
1: might be. It might be. Uh It's up there. It's really up there. I mean, 3 all went to law school. Eight. This was Marvel trying their like political spy thriller. In this world, I I absolutely loved it. I thought it was fucking awesome too.
2: I I don't think this is I mean, this is not a debate for me. I think Captain Captain America Winter Soldier is arguably like a number 1 seed. It was that good.
3: Uh it was their attempt to make a political thriller and I thought they did a pretty good job of it. Um I think Captain America is probably gonna win in a landslide here, so I'm going with the uh the kid from Brooklyn rather than the kid from Queens.
4: Uh yeah, I would just chime in. Uh <clears throat> I think Far From Home was fine, but kind of like we just talked about with Guardians 2, I think the Homecoming was a much stronger film. Um, and I think this kind of lives into Chicago a little bit. And Winter Soldier is just awesome. So yeah, I, I'm definitely going Winter Soldier as well.
0: Any uh any any same page, so? As much as it pains me to vo- vote against a Spider-Man movie because I do like him more than Cap, but yeah, Winter Soldier was better. <laughs> yeah, I think
1: that uh, this one was easy. But shout out to Far From Home. Um, that Mysterio sequence, uh, where he started doing the whole illusion world. Wow, that was spectacular. As a Spider-Man fan, we we we've made the Spider-Man Batman Rogues Gallery comparisons. None of us thought Mysterio was something you could pull off. Yeah, they that, dug deep was, and, that was and hit trippy. it of the part. That was that
3: trippy. That part
1: they that's it just seemed crazy that like in twenty was it twenty eighteen twenty nineteen whenever that movie came out like that they would actually like land a pretty good like job with mysterio, that was a tough villain, but they nailed it like a said. Marvel Marvel know what they're doing these days, but moving along is Captain America Winter soldier now, in the next matchup, Bob, I know you got strong feelings on this Whoa. one, wait a second, but... did you realize this yeah. Matchup?
3: The next matchup is Batman versus the Joker. Like, Batman versus the Joker.
1: Mortal rivals, baby. I actually don't know. I mean, I... But uh, yeah, we got Batman Mask of the Phantasm coming off of this round one upset to take on the Joker. I mean, I just watched the Joker.
2: Uh, I don't know. I'm losing track of the days. Let's go with yesterday. Maybe one. Maybe Saturday. I thought the Joker was really good. Uh, The first 20 minutes were... I mean, I was just kind of like... There and then when he smoked the three dudes, um the three Wall Street dudes. Um I that's when the movie really started for me. Um I could have done with all without I was talking to Mike about this. I don't think you guys mentioned it last week. Or whatever we did the first round of this thing. Uh the Batman tie ins were kind of like just kind of forced, I thought, personally. Um but it was really good, man. Um dude, I mean Mask of the Phantasm is just the cartoon made into a movie. And that's the best cartoon ever. I mean, we decided that like three weeks ago. It's <laughs> the best animated show ever, according to us. I'm really torn on this, man. Um, I'm pretty confident neither of these are winning in the next round. But I um, I go with Joker. I really thought... I was also in one of those movies I thought were like... The guy's performance might have been better than the movie itself. And the movie was good. And I was pretty hyped that Robert De Niro was in it, um, and Mark Maron's in it, and a bunch of random fucking people. But uh, Joaquin Phoenix, there's been so many good performances of this character, man, and they're all different. It's really impressive.
1: Yeah, I'm right there with you. Joker, um, it's a phenomenal movie, and that's without the superhero comic book qualifier. And that's why I like it. They just made a movie, and that's why when they started to bring in the Waynes and making it more comic booky, it took me out of it. It's like... I'm not, I'm not sure it's in this bracket if we didn't have a little bit of Batman in it, though. I'll be honest, Stefan. It's pushing it. It's it, pushing it, the limits. It definitely, is. it definitely is, but um, that's the thing is, I liked it when it was just kind of a descent into, like, how a guy falls apart. You know, I found that very interesting just as a character study. Um, But, yeah, I liked it. Mask of Phantasm was great. Be honest, I haven't watched it in a damn long time. I do not know how much nostalgia lenses I got for it. Um... It terrified me as a kid, like I said, Phantasm action figure, coolest action figure I had back in the day. But um, I loved Joaquin. Yeah, I th- I thought he nailed it.
2: Cannot trust women. Mask of the Phantasm taught you guys that.
3: Don't trust these. Don't trust these women. Mark. Sal knows. Yes, you're uh, know very uh, you're very emphatic in your head nods over there. What do you what do you got? Bro, I think
0: Joker hands down was a better movie but it's disqualified it's not a superhero movie oh
3: there we go there it is wait hold on what what is your rationale that it's not a superhero movie
2: there's no fucking superhero (laughs) (laughs) yeah no fucking superheroes in the movie
0: (laughs) he's a villain
3: yeah i guess i guess it depends how you want to base this on is this it has to be a superhero who's the titular character or is it someone who is in a superhero universe?
2: And let me tell you, you, go to the right part of Reddit. Joker's a
1: superhero, <laughs> by the way. That's what I just want to point that out. Did <laughs> you guys remember mean, all the violence he was going to inspire? He's a hero to many, Sal. So.
3: <laughs> and Sal, so, if you remember the last few scenes in that movie, I mean, he was being carried away like he was the hero, like Spider-Man in yeah, yeah. Spider-Man Two. He was getting carried away like they both got carried like they were Jesus. It was a real fucking. So I am the thing. beholder, Sal. He, I think, it's a superhero movie to somebody.
2: Okay, well, let's just be honest. Is Sal the only one voting for Mask of the Phantasm?
3: He's voting on Mask of the Phantasm from a technicality. It's not even (laughs) just based off which one's- It's a
2: principled stance. (laughs) (laughs) I almost voted for Mask of the Phantasm because I just like that fucking movie, man.
3: (laughs) Well, I did recently watch Mask of the Phantasm, and uh, the movie stuff does hold up. It is still a very excellent movie. Um... The one thing that I think it suffers from is the fact that it's still a cartoon movie and they wrap it up in like maybe 85 or 90 minutes, which
2: I'm a I- big fan of that shit, man. What not do you mean? When well, I got shit to do. Lo- Your movie does not need to be two hours long unless some real shit happened that you had to explain it. All right. Tight 90. Right? I'm a big fan when, of the tight when 90. You're
3: in qu- when you're in quarantine, you need two hours. Uh Dude, you know how happy
2: I am to show Barry's only 30 minutes? I am flying through this shit. Alright? I'm looking for short content.
3: Either way, I'm going with Joker because as uh, Steph said earlier, it's just an excellent movie even before you consider it's a superhero movie. And unlike Salvatore, I do consider it a superhero movie. I I
4: get the argument, but Nonetheless, it's on the list, and it's the better movie, so I'm going to go with Joker as well. Um, Mark, and again, Mark it,
2: a real principle, it does help.
4: I, you know, kind of like Bobby. Um, you know, watched it fairly recently, so it is you know fresh on my mind. But just a fantastic. I think I, I agree. I co-signed with a lot of stuff Bobby said. Fantastic performance. Um, what amazing film. We'll talk about it more uh, next week. I'm sure.
1: Now we're moving on to the next bracket where we got a couple oldies who made it out of the first round. Um, number one seed in this side is the original Superman movie, taken on Deadpool two. Mark, I know you don't like Superman. Let's get don't, the new kid o- vote on the board. Don't, don't don't
4: go to me unless i want... because I I haven't seen seventy eight Superman because when I was old enough, I was nine. I was in nineteen ninety five and I was like, this movie's old as fuck and this character's broke as shit. I'm I'm all right. I'll pass. Um, still haven't seen it. Uh, from what I hear, a fantastic film. I like Deadpool too. Um, I think it has a lot of problems that we talked about with some other sequels. Um, the, the first Deadpool movie was fantastic, and I think this had big shoes to fill, which it doesn't quite, but I still thought it was really fun. Uh, Domino was a really fun character. Cable, I thought, was portrayed pretty well. Um, and overall, I thought it was a fun flick i haven't seen superman so i can't really say too much everyone else has so
3: i think you guys will have more mark. to say on that but mark just just not respecting the classics you you no, not not that dude when i'm a kid i'm like oh what is this suit?
4: what superpower doesn't this fucker have he can see through shit he melts shit he freezes shit he's faster he's made of steel he jumps over buildings but can fly too he doesn't need both, motherfucker. He can just fly. He need just jump over buildings too. Fun so fact: I was, I've just uh, never been on Superman. He turned me off to, to, comp, to superheroes for—I mean, basically until the Marvel movies. I saw, I was like, oh, they're not all jaded assholes, and I can relate to some of them. Okay, and then I know there's lots of other depictions of Superman, like Clark, and was the the TV show Small Smallville. Small Smallville? Those are supposed yeah. to be great never watched them because I didn't care about the character.
3: Uh, Fun fact that uh, Mark actually alluded to when he said he can fly and also jump very high. Uh, When Superman first came out, um, he couldn't fly. All he could do is uh, leap uh, tall buildings in a single bound. Um, Unlike Mark who uh, apparently doesn't roll with the oldies, I'm going to go with Superman on this one. Um, Maybe this is just a state of Superman movies that have come out in the last 20 years or 25 years, but it's the second best Superman movie. Um, so, yeah, I'm going with that one.
1: I agree with Mike. So are we gonna make it a gentleman's sweep for Superman? Yes. <laughs> Moves along. But, Deadpool 2 was enjoyable. I agree with Mark on that. So, in our next matchup, we have uh, another movie representing the oldies on this side. And that is the Michael Keaton Batman taking on Thor Ragnarok, um... Does anyone have kind words for Batman because Thor is about to clean sweep the hell out of this movie? Wait, what? Um, Wait, whoa,
3: whoa. You are so wrong. I am picking Batman. Are you kidding me? Holy cow. Holy cow.
1: Okay. All right. We got
3: our first fight.
1: Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Batman. Batman defended Mike and Bob. Go. Oh, whoa! Well,
2: I didn't say I was picking Batman. You said you got kind words. All right. I'm going with Thor what? Ragnarok, but I want to say the original Batman movie was fucking awesome. Alright? I said it last, I said it when we talked about this last week. That museum scene? Off the charts. Alright? That big fucking church that uh, Joker got his ass tossed off of turned into a pancake? Great shit. Alright? That whole fucking him dancing during the parade? Jack Nicholson fucking killed it. Alright? And Michael Keaton? The best Batman. Not counting animated. Best Batman is Michael Keaton. Kirsten Bale is not the best Batman. Okay, it's not Affleck.
1: It's not going to be... Ooh, Affleck is good. Affleck is good. He's in bad movies, but Affleck is good. Yeah, I know
2: he's a good Batman, all right? But I'm telling you, look, it's obviously not Kilmer. It's not Clooney, okay? I'm Batman. You bet your ass you are, Michael Keaton. You still are, (laughs) right?
3: (laughs) I think I may have voted for Christian Bale as the best Batman if in the second and third movie, he didn't affect that that Batman voice, like the man needs a lozenge Dude, and a ricola, like Bale, so bad.
2: Christian Bale might be the best Bruce Wayne, <laughs> right? That might be what he is. Yeah, I'm not voting for Batman. I just love that movie. Thor is awesome, though. I'm going I, Thor. I, I,
3: I just took issue that Stefan was just so sure that Thor Ragnarok was was gonna sweep this category. Mm-hmm. All right, much how like with the Superman movie, yo, pay fucking respect to your elders. Mm-hmm. All right, as I said, as we said last week. You know what Batman has that Thor Ragnarok doesn't have? A
2: fucking a soundtrack. soundtrack. Yeah, that's right. right.
3: That's, <laughs> that's right. right. Batman 1989. Michael Keaton. No bat nipples. Jack Nicholson as Joker. What's up?
4: Kim Basinger looking Wait, did you that's say right. Thor Ragnarok didn't have a soundtrack? That's right. No, it didn't and have a soundtrack. And they played a, fucking Led no, Zeppelin he, that like he, melted he, everyone's face. Well, wait, is that, come he said
3: no Hold, up, hold he, up now. He, he said Kim no Prince. Basinger. Bobby. Give me some Chuck saying Vicky Vale. A Vic a Vic a Vicky Vale. There you go. That's what you wanted. Okay.
4: <laughs> I'll fight that fight all day. That song's so badass they played it fucking twice in the movie. And you didn't even give a fuck. You're like, yeah, play it again. Cause that song fits this moment better than anything else. Prince. I'll wrote a bat, bat with that every day. Led Zeppelin and fucking Thor thrashing it. And you're gonna say Batman original soundtrack's better? Fuck off.
3: Oh, glasses, right?
4: Bat dance. <laughs> Again, I
2: vote for Thor, but put some respect on Batman's name is all I'm saying. <laughs> Sal, what are your feelings?
0: It looks like Thor's going to win, but I would have voted for Batman. You Oh, respect. shit.
2: Oh, I could have swung this if I wasn't. I, I can't swing it. I'm going Thor.
1: <laughs> Get this East Coast nonsense out of here. You know what? Batman is Oak or Gotham City is Oakland. It ain't New York. It's our side. You saw where those cities are located next to each other. Well, Metropolis is San
3: Francisco. We know from Batman and Superman that Gotham is for sure Oakland.
1: Yeah, we learned that much. Yeah. Um, so Superman's racist. He is not willing to cross the bay and help out the people over there. Okay. We, we established that in that movie. In so a close defeat.
2: Start. Batman, pour one out for you, buddy. We love you, Keaton.
1: <laughs> All right, you're right, Mike. I was surprised. I was definitely a little bit of surprised. But can I say, can I feel safe in calling a clean sweep on this one? Little Ant-Man had his day. I don't think he's taken down into the Spider-Verse. No. Sal? No. No? It's in the in, Spider-Verse?
2: In the, wild, oh, yeah, it's
3: in the Wild a Spider would destroy an ant. And uh, much like in this matchup, that's what's happening here.
1: Shout out to Ant-Man. San Francisco uh, we all, like the all right. That man's a national treasure. Watch his Hot Ones episode if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, agree. So moving on to the next one, the much maligned sequel.
2: Just go with this one; it's fine.
1: (laughs) Another sweep is coming here. I I take it, you know, I'm kind of on an island with liking the Incredibles at all. It seems, but it is going against a behemoth in Avengers, and was it Endgame? Yeah, it's Endgame. So I'm sure we'll all have a lot more to say about
3: Endgame in the future rounds. My only comment on Incredibles 2, to just show you uh, why for sure I'm voting for Endgame, besides all the other obvious reasons, is I fell asleep while watching Incredibles 2. So, did not enjoy the movie that much.
2: This was the matchup for the first round where I said, I don't like either of these movies, Incredibles 2 or X-Men First Class. So, (laughs) yeah.
0: My only question is, why is
2: Endgame not a one-seed? That was a good that's an interesting point. I would've made I mean I thought it's it might come up. I thought it was better than Infinity War.
1: Look, I was trying to be a little unbiased and not give three of the one seeds to three Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. You know? I just threw it to two just to keep it interesting that, and to keep it away from the other Avengers to not all cluster them in the same bracket. That I mean, was the methodology there.
3: That's a Monday morning quarterback. And as much as I say respect your elders, I mean Superman, you know, the seventy eight version has a one seed, that's like that's like Duke one of those years when they're a one one seed. That's that just inflated. They deserve it. You know, they're always just consistently better, Mike. But just 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 because it's Superman doesn't mean it deserves a one seed. It
1: might. Be. If if it if you're the ones who the reason the whole genre exists, it deserves some level of respect. But anyways, moving on to the one seated Avengers Infinity War. Taking on Captain Marvel. There was actually a lot of love for this uh, Captain Marvel on this podcast for kind of how mediocre it was kind of in the mainstream um, kind of zeitgeist. But I think we'll all be on board here. Infinity War was pretty spectacular of a movie.
4: And I think if that's Bob, I you seem the most enthralled with Captain Marvel. Was it better than Infinity War?
1: No,
2: but <laughs> I, I, I I really like Captain Marvel quite a bit. It's I thought it was really well
3: done. I oh, really love, uh, I really love Brie Larson, aka Envy Adams, but it's got to be Infinity War here.
1: I don't know about your guys' movie experiences, but was Infinity War f- the theater full of crying children at the end? Because mine was. Dude,
2: I was in Vegas. There were at- some crying
1: ass children. In Dude, that.
2: I I was in a Vegas theater, one of those ones with food. I don't know. This movie, when it was all said and done, because it was Vegas, cost me like forty seven dollars. Okay, for chicken strips, a movie, and a soda. All right, <laughs> that's what this movie cost me.
4: Seems All worth right. the price of admission from that film, so I don't see where you got ripped off. Of.
1: <laughs> Moving on to our next one. Mark mentioned it earlier, um possibly his favorite, but holy cow, it's in a behemoth of a matchup. Uh we got Spider-Man uh Homecoming taking on Logan.
3: When mm. I was looking at the bracket, this was the hardest one. Yeah. This is this is like Duke, North Carolina in the second round. I just made two Duke references here, but fuck, I don't care.
2: Sal, why don't you may go ahead and explain to us your love of Spider-Man here, brother.
0: Yeah, I, I have Spider-Man in this one. You know, this was finally Marvel got some control to, you know, do the Spider-Man movies right. And I think they just hit it out of the park. Uh, Spider-Man is probably... When you were saying, like, we turned Iron Man and everyone into A- A-list superheroes, Spider-Man was Marvel's A-list. and. I think he's the biggest Marvel character there is, and they did that movie just really well.
1: I agree with all of that sentiment. I mean, we taught, you, you mentioned best Batman, best Bruce Wayne. Well, Tom Holland is both. He's the best Spider-Man. He's the best Peter Parker. Um, it's its perfect, um, but I'm going to vote for Logan. Keep it interesting off the start. Logan means a fucking lot to me. Um, Wolverine you talk about A-listers and characters who should it right next to Spider-Man is Wolverine and boy did I hate all these Brian Singer X-Men movies. The Singerverse was trash. Wolverine's origins is my least favorite of all the superhero movies. That's the same actor. That's the same character. So for them to come back with Logan and just fix it all and it's like that scene in Dumb and Dumber. It's like when just when I think you can't get any dumber you go and do this and totally redeem yourselves. Do you remember but,
2: um, when they did X-Men 3 and they brought that other dude to direct it and it was so bad? They're like, fuck, we should bring back Bryan Singer. At least we had some grasp of what was happening uh, in these movies. It, it, was, it, was, uh, uh,
3: it, it was the guy that made uh, Rush Hour, right?
2: No, I th- was. That, is that, I, I was. I call him the guy. Ratner. The Char- Ratner? Is it Ratner? Oh, something? was it Ratner?
3: Yeah, Ratner. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: there we go. Yeah, it was
1: him. Um, I loved Logan. Um, The timing of it was incredibly personal. Um, I watched this movie in the Philippines. Um, I was in the Philippines because I found out my dad passed away. Um, I saw this movie because I just needed to be somewhere else. Um, I walked into a goddamn minefield because this is a movie about fathers. This is a movie about father figures, whether it's the granddad relationship to Charles Xavier to the, the surrogate daughter relationship with X-23, and that little child was a fucking, like, revelation as an actress, being a relative unknown. Um, I love Logan. I think it's it's got a giant splash of superhero coding on it, but this is a
3: movie that is just a good movie to me. Um, I don't think Stephen Merchant was anyone's daddy in that movie, but he was also excellent in that movie. Um... I co-sign everything you say, uh, Steph. I loved Logan. This is one of those Sophie's Choice mm-hmm. matchups where you wish both of them could uh, could advance. But I am going to go with uh, Sal on this one. I am going to go with Spider-Man. Uh, its title, Spider-Man Homecoming, was uh, double on Sandra in so many different ways. Spider-Man has been Marvel's most popular character for God knows how long and he wasn't in the MCU for at least, what, a decade by the time this movie came out. And, yeah, it was just so exciting to see him in the MCU. Um, a little uh, fun fact. Sal, I know you don't listen to the fa- to the podcast, but I'm full of fun facts. Uh, Tom Holland, uh, him being the perfect Peter Parker and Spider-Man, when he was doing his screen test, with uh, chris evans and the and the russos for civil war it was the scene when um when captain america meets spider-man and in the script it says spider-man flips into the screen and tom holland asks uh, chris evans and the russos oh do, do i need to flip in and chris evans just goes yeah 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 sure sure you gotta flip in and sure enough Tom Holland flipped into the scene and land crouched into a perfect Spider Man stance and then delivered the scene. So, um, I like just saying fun facts and I'm going with Spider Man uh, Homecoming for this one, but I think it's going to lose because uh, Mark hasn't gone yet. Am I the last one? I yeah. didn't go yet either. Yeah, oh, I don't think um, right, Mark's Well,
4: I-, I think this is a really tough bracket because they're both coming from similar places where there's been a lot of cracks at both these characters and a lot of times at least for me they they failed to to really embody that character and i think what's interesting in logan is that you have the same actor portraying the same character in multiple films where for me it wasn't working and they get it right here and it could be because that r rating i think it's hard to have a Wolverine movie where he's not dismembering people. You have claws for hands, dude. Like <laughs> you, you have to be R-rated, right? It's just like you, you can't really get into that character and the things they go through without him seeing like, yeah, when I kill people, I slice their fucking head off because I have anemantium claws. Like That in and of itself is a part of that character they can't really get into. Um, why I side with Spider-Man is having... I actually just watched it again recently and that film not only does it just nail that character which i think is really the crux of just peter parker and spider-man and uh tom Holland just nailing that character so well that supporting cast is just fucking killer Titan. every every scene is fucking funny every scene every line is almost fucking funny those kids kill it the professors uh what's the uh the gym coach uh why am I blanking on his name? The comedian, uh, Hannibal Barris, as a gym coach. And he's listening to Captain America. He's like, yeah, listen to Captain America. He's a war criminal. I mean, <laughs> there's just little nuggets all over this film. And having watched it again recently, it doesn't skip a fucking beat. Every scene just cuts to the chase, gets you right to what's what you need to know, gets right to what the scene's about, and moves on. And it it's just such an enjoyable film to watch. And again, I, I, I haven't seen Logan in a while, so maybe Logan has that as well but i definitely remember some scenes where they're a little dialogue heavy in logan you're trying to get some things across um and i think mike mike, mike mentioned is one of the things I, I draw back like i don't really remember Stephen Stephen merchant that much in that film and again probably because i haven't seen it in a while i look back at the supporting cast as being like these different things i'm looking at these films to compare them and i just you have all these characters in spider-man that are awesome and i look back at logan I'm <laughs> like there's that little girl. She's a great actress and she plays uh, X 23 fantastically, but there's not a lot of scene where there's a lot of dialogue. And when there is, I think those scenes are kind of stilted. Um, I, I still think Logan's fucking fantastic. They nail that character. Finally, it's a triumph. And for me personally, forgive them for the nine really bad X-Men movies. I did not enjoy and keep going to the theater and paying for it, and keep giving them another chance. Maybe this time they'll get it. Maybe this time they'll get it. And if I'm finally rewarded with Logan and that's what I had to pay to get that movie, gladly pay it. I'll go go make another nine trash films and then make a sequel to this. And I'll gladly be like, you know what? That was fine. You know what? You took Bobby's Avengers thing was $47. Mine is like like $150 for all these bad x movies I don't want to see. But if I get a good one like Logan, it's worth the price for all those other ones.
2: Did uh, Spider-Man just win?
4: I think I pushed it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, yeah make I your vote official, Bob. Yeah. Uh, Logan. Would
4: it more exciting I, if I won last? <laughs>
2: yeah, I, honest, I, I thought you were gonna definitely go with Logan, so I was just sitting there. I'm like, I was still,
1: I was still going back and forth.
2: Honestly, three two is
1: fitting. Three two is fitting on this. Shout They're...
2: out to Gambino, just putting that out there. <laughs> Shout out to Childish Gambino showing up in the Spider Man movie,
1: getting some one, love. I've got one thing to I, next I will chime in. Um, one, we'll I'll concede the Spider Man point is um, a very big difference, and. It, if it puts it over for Spider Man. I, I would 100% understand it. Is um, a lot of Marvel movies suffer from the weak, vi- weak villain, weak antagonist kind of issue. Not not Homecoming. Uh, my, we brought up Michael Keaton as Batman. Well, his turn as the Vulture that was perfect. Mark mentioned it last week when we were talking about it. That scene with them in the car. It's not a fight scene. It's like a fight of wills. But, holy cow, that's one of the best scenes in all the movies. Playing
4: off that trope, there's so many superhero tropes where it's just like, you think, like, anyone logically, how do you not think that man's Superman? He looks just like Superman. He's just wearing glasses. How thick can you be? He's never here at the same time. But it's finally, like, one of these characters being like, wait a second. You were there when that happened? And there when that happened? Okay, I think you're fucking Spider-Man. I can take that dive. And all these other movies are just like... I can't figure it out. This guy has glasses. Uh, it's too bad. Shout out to Spider Man's uh, best
0: friend, as always. I said it last week. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah.
4: I will say I this about that, Logan, uh,
0: real quick, though. I will say this about Logan. I know this was the first good Wolverine movie. It's a shame that we're not going to see um, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine with, it, with MC- the MCU handling his character. He said yeah. he would have stayed if he knew. <laughs> he's well, like, Am I. Doing
2: well, how old is, I mean, how
3: old is he now? It has to be in his 50s. Actually.
0: I was going to say, We're
2: 20. So, he's been Spider Man. He's been a uh, Wolverine for 20 years. Like, it's but, okay. <laughs>
0: but let's go back to it. the way you were saying that, you know, Robert Downey Jr. was a perfect Iron Man. Hugh Jackman was the perfect Wolverine. I feel except, bad whoever's going to be the next Wolverine.
2: Except he's like six foot five. And Wolverine's about as tall as me. I just <laughs> want to point that out. Wolverine's about as tall as me.
0: Although yeah. I, I,
3: I've heard rumors that, uh, What's his name might be playing, might play Wolverine. Um, the guy that played Bane Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy might be playing Bane Um, Wolverine.
1: No, Mike, you're missing up. That's my dream cast.
3: Yeah, that, that, that's, that's, what that's what I was gonna, gonna
4: say. say. He's pushing into his dream that has made you turn it into a rumor.
1: <laughs> See, what I say, this, that's what you call you know manifesting it into reality. That's you how it know? works. Because the
4: it. someone on this podcast listen to it, then they push it over. Next thing you know, he's like. Shit, am I rumored to be the next Wolverine and then they have a talk Look, this now. is
2: the podcast that made Nick Diaz versus Anderson
1: Silva happen. All right? Mark went we, up there, asked Dana White,
2: and we got that fight. All right? Drew my sources
1: say, Mike, that Tom Hardy is going to be the MCU Logan, and my sources are my heart. Moving on to, after, after going through the Sophie choice of, uh, we have the next matchup, is uh, which could be called the What Are These Movies Doing Here matchup, and that is Batman Returns versus Chronicle. Okay, and that, that uh
3: Zeros to be there. What do you mean? How How is this movie there? Yo, again, put some respect on these older movies.
1: <laughs> I, I am, Mike, because uh, here's my only argument. Army of Penguins. Against yes. it or uh, in favor? Which way are
3: you going? Is that no, an
1: argument no. in favor or against? I, so, you know, uh, it's partially my fault. Uh, I've been pushing Chronicle hard. I put it back in the zeitgeist. Sal and the missus did not enjoy it. <laughs> um... <laughs> It was not their cup of tea. That's how we began our pre-podcast scrum. Was I got to hear about how this man did not like Chronicle? I did like Chronicle. I found it very charming, but um, it's questionable if it should have beaten Wonder Woman. So you know what? The March of the Penguins moves on in my book. I just want to say
2: I voted against. I was the only one to vote against Batman Returns last week. Um, I'll be voting for it this week. And while I did really enjoy Chronicle, I'll be focusing my uh, energy this week on uh, my vote being really because of Michelle Pfeiffer because I'm a grown man now but even as a child, holy shit Michelle Pfeiffer as a cat woman what up alright, just you might god give yourself damn. a
1: goth fetish if you watch it again as an god adult god
2: damn Michelle Pfeiffer alright, point that out yeah, Chronicle's great but go Mr. Go, I'm going Batman Returns on this one <laughs> I don't yeah, see what's wrong with
3: uh I don't see what's wrong with a penguin funeral, you know, penguin <laughs> march of the penguins with rockets. I don't see what's wrong with uh Michelle Pfeiffer, aka Catwoman getting powers from cats eating her and <laughs> her getting nine lives. I don't see anything that's wrong with any of this.
2: I like when, when penguin where Penguin just swings his arm up and goes, crank <laughs> up the AC. God, I love that part.
4: <laughs> Mike does too. Okay. Mark, go ahead uh yeah i was just i'm not gonna buck the trend here um i'm gonna give myself some fucking homework to watch some old ass superhero movies again and see if the hype is real because i i this is one i do remember watching as a kid and it's scaring me um i haven't seen chronicle since we saw it in theaters i enjoyed it i thought it was a fun film uh again how it holds up now maybe 10 years after the fact maybe found footage just isn't quite as enthralling as it once was a decade ago. Um, but I'll, I'll go with returns, but I'm going to make a point to watch these old-ass movies and be cynical as fuck and try to find all
3: the little points you, to the needle. You cannot fuck. call I mean... it an old-ass movie when you were, like, seven years old when it came out, Mark. <laughs> nah, it's old what, We're
2: old as fuck. It's an old-ass movie. Yo, Chronicle, by the way, they let the guy who made Chronicle after that do a Fantastic Four movie. And I think he shit
3: the bed so badly with that yes. movie, they don't let him make other movies. Josh <laughs> Josh Trank was his name. And I feel we need to give uh, Sal the floor so he can shit on Chronicle since him and the missus hated it so much.
0: <laughs> I don't think I need to. I was actually a little worried that you guys were going to have Chronicle go through in- to the Sweet 16 here. <laughs> But uh, I'm glad you guys came to your senses. (laughs) I'm going to watch an old-ass movie this weekend and start poking holes and be like,
4: Chronicles, like Mike said, a bunch of cats eating. What the fuck? This doesn't make any sense. Why are we holding this in such high regard because it's old as fuck? That doesn't make sense.
1: Look, do we just want to put Logan in over this matchup? Logan beats (laughs) Krepel. Krepel's
2: realizing the problems of his seating
3: right now.
1: (laughs) Hey, he's got Wolverine's got the recovery factor, okay? He gets a second crack at this. Dude, we took out the Incredibles in the first round. This thing is flawed. All right, accept
3: it. (laughs) Have you guys guys forgotten this other nugget from uh, Batman Returns and Batman as well? That Harvey Dent in the first two movies is Billy D. Williams?
2: Billy D. Williams?
3: My Mr. Colt forty five.
2: Billy D. Williams is Harvey Dead? He would have been great. No, he wouldn't have. That's two-face. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been a terrible two-face.
3: I have a feeling that Tim Burton, when he casted Billy D as Harvey Dead, he had no idea Harvey Dead was a was a super was a Dude, Tim
2: Burton didn't know shit about Batman. We all know it. <laughs> um Stephon, go ahead. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I think the last matchup we'll talk today. Um, Sal, I'll let you kick it off, because uh, both of these, hopefully you like both of these, because I got positive feelings towards both of them. But we have uh, the little upset that could in Kick-Ass taking on another uh, Marvel Goliath in Black Panther.
0: I like Kick-Ass. I know Bobby's a huge fan of Kick-Ass. But Black Panther is, you know, outside of probably the you know Avenger movies and for some nostalgia reasons why I like Iron Man more that's probably the best single you know superhero movie that Marvel did
2: yeah I'm gonna have a hard time picking against Black Panther for a while I love Kick-Ass we talked about last week's stuff on we both read the book books real different Um, movie was awesome though man it was really I liked that it was rated R Um, I'm a big Nicolas Cage fan not just like ironically like I like Nicolas Cage he's in some of the movies I really like and I thought he was good as a uh, as the big daddy, and I forgot the little girl's name. She's not a little girl
1: it's anymore. Like uh, Chloe Grace Moritz. Yeah,
2: her. That sounds right. Yeah. Fucking killed it as Hit Girl. And um, what's his name before he was in before he was in Avenger movies? Uh, he ended up being um,
3: Aaron oh, yeah. Taylor Johnson.
2: Yeah, he he was kick ass first, and then I probably saw that, and they said he could be in another superhero movie. Fuck it. But man, Black Panther, they started the movie by saying Oakland, California, 1992. For the love of God, how am I going to pick against that? Like, what the hell?
1: Here, here with that, um, I mean, here's another movie that could have very easily been a one seed. You know, Um, I'm fine with everyone debating Superman being one. But look, there would have been at least three movies that were deserving of that one that got left out even if you replace that one. And uh, Black Panther is one of the most deserving. Um, I think this is the... I think this is the MCU film I saw most in theaters. It was either this or Endgame, but um, I think that says enough right there. I was watching
2: Black Panther last week. Again, I just like when he barks at people. What's his name? Yeah, uh, Mbaku. Mbaku barking at that dude was maybe my favorite part of a movie that had a lot of good parts. Like <laughs> he just barking at that motherfucker. I was like, that's, that's an option. I never thought to do that. Is that that we have we knocked out the round of the the round of thirty two?
1: That's the round of 32. So we are moving on to the uh, Sweet 16 through the finale next.
3: Yeah, well, next week that we'll do the we, Sweet uh, 6. We did all that in about an hour and a little bit of change. That's yeah, nice.
2: Um, to recap, um, correct me if I'm wrong on any of these stuff. The Sweet 16, next week we got the Dark Knight taking on Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, we have Big Hero 6 taking on Iron Man. We have the original Avengers movie taking on Batman Begins. We got uh, Winter Soldier, Captain America, taking on the Joker. We got Superman 1978 taking on Thor Ragnarok. We got Into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man movie, taking on Avengers Endgame. That's going to be fun. That's going to be a fun argument. So all these other ones, I got an idea where it's going to go. But that I, one's going to be fun. I
3: don't think it's a shoe in that Endgame is going to make it to the Elite Eight.
2: I'm, saying, awesome. I'm looking at that. Yeah, some of the seating here, man. Tough matchups here. Uh, Avengers Infinity War, taking on Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, Batman Returns, gonna get slaughtered by Black Panther next week. (laughs) Just gonna... There's there's no surer slaughter coming than... (laughs) It's either that one or Batman Begins taking on the original Avengers. But let me tell you, this one might be the worst. This is going to be like some Globetrotters versus Washington Generals running up the scored shit that's happening next week. We
3: have have two matchups where Spider-Man has to go up against the Avengers.
2: I know. It's a real metaphor for what's going on here with the Sony Marvel splits and coming together and stuff. Um, We're going to do this whole thing next week. Um, We're going to see if Sal's our fifth. How much you enjoyed talking to us this week we'll see um and uh since we got a real quick a real quick minute does any i just want to say since we haven't done the stuff we like we don't have to go full-blown i just want to say Stefan was right about barry it's fucking awesome it's all i got
1: <laughs> two of y'all started barry this week i right, that's that's extra points
3: uh, when i saw it was half an
2: hour that really helped when all of a sudden uh, it was episode two without me paying attention i was like oh okay
3: like, Bobby's trying to enlist me to watch it as well. He sent me I, a message uh, maybe about two hours ago saying, Steph is right, you should watch Barry.
2: That was it. Yeah. I said, Stephon's right, watch Barry. <laughs> that was all I wrote.
3: <laughs> I, I guess a quick thing I have for uh, Stuff We Like this week, since we actually finished amazingly quick, I was I was not confident we were going to finish quickly. Uh-huh. Uh, but quick thing I have is um, probably something we've talked about. No, I know for sure it's something we've talked about before. Uh, season two of high score girl i am a few more episodes into it, stefan i know you finished it and i know that mark is still i think on episode three or so so i'm not gonna I'm spoil any more. of it
4: i'm working i'm working
3: <laughs> well i'm just gonna say that it is as beautiful and excellent as the first season and i'm looking forward to finishing the season by uh, the end of this week
1: and I'm looking forward to talking to y'all about it. I mentioned to Mark, I won't go spoilers. I have really, really strong feelings. I will not say what direction those feelings are pointed, but they're very strong, and I need to talk about them. Now, if you so, kill you, you're finish the this body. show! Sal, if don't when do know... you not have strong feelings about something? Uh, when we talk about MMA, but that's another story. <laughs> if,
2: uh,
3: that's what we do the podcast for.
2: Stefan, Sal, if you're wondering what the hell they're talking about, I don't know either. It's fine. They, there's a lot of times they're just watch shows I don't know. Was there anything you watched this week that we didn't ask you to watch that uh, you liked? Do you want to recommend anybody? Uh,
0: no. Honestly, I, I, watched, uh, I watched Chronicle. I watched Joker this weekend to you because know, those were the only movies that were still left in this that I didn't see. Highs Why and not? lows right
3: there for you. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so you know, Sal, <laughs> stuff like it could be anything you want. Yeah, There are times I'll talk about, like, I just like Mondays or, like, something random. We've
2: what talked about there? Trader Joe's many <laughs> times.
4: Closer to your anniversary, huh? What? Oh,
2: Sal's anniversary is uh what? April, April 25th, 24th? 26th. Yo, my best man. God. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say I was there too. Mark, when's yours? Let me do the math here.
4: Mine was the fourteenth.
2: I'm going twenty seventh.
0: Wait, so, so the 20, which, well, which day was the wedding? It was the twenty seventh. So I yeah. will not be here next Monday because that is my anniversary. Oh, that's true. We
2: have no. Sal's got to celebrate his anniversary.
3: Dude, what are uh, you talking about? Next week it's the twenty seventh. I think you'll be free.
2: Is his anniversary is on the twenty seventh? You dumb motherfucker. I, yeah,
3: it's twenty second.
2: Twenty-seventh! Oh, okay. Mike, you're the best man. I was there. You gave a speech. I I thought
3: I heard the 22nd.
2: I hope Jen listens to this just so she hits you next time. Mike, Mike. it wasn't your wedding. I'm not going to come down on you.
3: Yeah, I did my part. I gave a bomb speech.
2: Mike really killed it there when he was standing at the church, too. Really, just really
0: had it Uh, under control. Unless you guys want to record this on Sunday instead, I will not be here on Monday. Let me Honestly, tell you
3: something there, Bobby. I did some good standing in the front of that church, all right? Good job. I was erect like a porn star's penis, all right?
2: Oh, uh, that's exactly what – the same sentence as church. Good. We're all going to hell.
4: Cool,
3: I'm glad um, to follow that because uh, my thing I like has been Final Fantasy
4: VII Remake. It's just as good as you want it to be. That's it.
2: Yeah. And I beat Mario 3. Shout out to five-year-old Bobby. He'd be real proud right now. Um, okay, guys. Thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Um... We'll be back next week. Um, we'll see. Maybe we can sneak in an early recording. We can get Sal on it. If not, we'll have a different fifth person who can be disgusted with the fact that we just keep pushing Big Hero 6 over and over. Sal's still upset, I think, that we had it beat Spider-Man 2. Um, we'll be back next week. Um, I was Dr. Law. That was Sal. That was DJ Mark. That was Lavender Gooms. And that was Kid, Kid Presentable. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. Cheers. Cheers.
3: See ya.